So hello and welcome. My name is Steve Nabell and today I'm speaking with Jennifer Mizell on moving through the awakening process. Jennifer is a teacher, writer and founder of Return of the Sacred, which guides others through the process of awakening by restoring the connection to their sacred soul essence. She dedicates herself to being a conduit of and an embodiment for truth, wisdom and remembering. Understanding that we become a force for change when we're aligned with and embody our own true nature. Her work demonstrates when we tune our body and spirit to the rhythms of nature and the larger cosmic flow, we become visionary expressions of soulful purpose and we can hold an elevated perspective for the larger universal whole. And Jennifer runs one-to-one work courses and retreats at her website, returnofthesacred.com. Hi, Jennifer. Hi, Steve. It's great to be here with you all and your community. Yeah, thanks. It's great speaking with you, and this is a great subject. I I just wanted to ask you a general question around the nature of this time. You know, we've been through since 2012 an intense time for many of us, and and 2019 was intense, and this year has already kicked off with a bang with various Mm -hmm. things, you know, fires in Australia and all kinds of stuff. What's what about the nature of this time in terms of the ascension process? Well, it's really interesting because what I see is 2012 to 2019 finished up a cycle. And what was being given to me for all of 2019, and again, this is a the Julian calendar. We're sort of on this numerological program that we follow as a collective, right? But to, 2019 was sort of a gap year where I could tell we were we were completing some sort of phase and that it was going to lift us into new terrain and new frequencies come 2020 and as we launched into this new decade. And so very much for these past few months, the the end of 2019, you know, this has to do with astrological alignments, but really the larger cosmological rhythm of where we're kind of moving through the, the multiverse, we have been infused and imbued with much higher frequencies of light than we have before. And that is informing our collective in new ways. That's informing our bodies, our nervous systems, our psyches in new ways. And, you know, 2020 kicked off with a bang, right? We've got the, whenever we have these heightened frequencies coming in, it's not necessarily all love and light and unicorns and rainbows. There's a, um, we get visitations from, we get kickback, right? From, I'm sure we've all felt that personally. And then we also see big kickback in the collective, which is, you know, two things, either serving as a distraction from our process to integrate these higher energies and, or it is, um, you know, the earth also trying to work with and integrate these higher energies. So whenever we have a big global thing going on or many simultaneously, which we do and have as we kicked off this new year, it's a good time to understand. And I think you both, you and I both had a message of that's a time to really get still and really come into your inner alignment because something is asking to be integrated and assimilated into your own energetic body, into your own light body. And it's really easy to get distracted when the collective is kicked up in a bunch of anxiety and fear. But we're on a new platform. We have arrived in a totally new terrain, which I knew was was happening. It's like we've all just sort of been dropped off on a new beach in a in a realm we're not yet familiar with and the fog is starting to clear and I think 
I'm noticing in the past week, I'm sort of like, ah, okay, I'm feeling these higher energies coming in. I'm feeling what's being asked of us. I'm feeling how they want to be brought down through us as expressions of ourselves on the planet right now. Not everyone is here to kind of awaken. It doesn't seem to me that everyone's here kind of to, to awaken. Do you sense that there are light workers, star seeds, or a certain group that's waking up and the rest are kind of looking, going, what's happening? I think it's really going to be interesting to watch. My sense is we are going to be moving into um, more rapid waves of awakening, but it's also like a seed. You know, some seeds are dormant. Some seeds never have their shells crack, right? And so we're living in this sort of cross-population where we have some seeds that are about to pop, some seeds that have popped that are just starting to sort of like inch their way and peek their way above the ground and be like, whoa, there's this whole other world here. And then others of us are have popped above the ground and we need to be sort of these expressions to help, you know, pull forth and call forth those other seeds that are ready to awaken. But I don't think that's everyone's sole path. I, I don't, you know, not everyone is supposed, not everyone on this planet is supposed to pop, you know? What do you, what do you, what yeah, do you think? Yeah, I get that. I, I think so. I mean, I, I, a lot of people around, I I like the Harry Potter film. You know, there's the magical people and the muggle ones. Muggles are yeah. not aware of it. The muggles just stay there. And I think the more, I know oh, I'm not alone to say this, but the more we awaken in our own selves, the more distance I feel from the muggles. It's harder for me to find even just you know, just even talking about the weather yeah. <laughs> is, is hard for me to um, connect with them and, and uh, know what to say, you know. And um, But I think we, I do, that being said, there are some people that are sort of muggles on the edge, you know, that are like, there's, there, I see a lot of people who I would consider dormant questioning things. They can't quite figure it out. They don't yet have the tools or the resilience or they haven't been through the fires to really understand comprehending what's going on but i do see i see everyone kind of being like whoa and then there are people that are just dumbed down and distracted that will never what um, does it mean to awaken and what was the kind of experience like would you say well you know there's so much we can say about awakening but to me you know awakening is a process of becoming real it's the the veils of various um, dimmed down realities start to lift and higher sensitivities start to turn on within us. Um, awakening ultimately is, it's a clearing away process um, on a, on a bio-spiritual level. So your physical body is getting cleared, your emotional body is getting cleared, your mental, your etheric bodies, your spiritual bodies, to really strengthen us into our light body. To really, um, I mean, awakening is a process of clearing away so you can become so a purified expression of source essence and how that wants to move and express through you uniquely at a soul level. Because there's no, um, your, what can move through you cannot move through anyone else. You're an individuation of that soul expression. And that's what awakening is always trying to get us to, is the fulfillment of that higher light potential. Is it different? I mean, the process of awakening, is it different for different people? Uh, for yeah. example, is, is it a kind of 
some people have a kind of soft, magical, gentle, and some people get thrown off the cliff type of thing. I'm curious to watch what happens in the next decades because I've, I there's sort of a bell curve, right, where we witness certain generations moving through more intense experiences. Um, I think the pioneers of early awakening are doing a lot more collective clearing than I see, that, or they have done a lot more collective clearing than I see certain people who are um, new to the awakening process have to go through now, which I think is really lovely. Um, I don't see everyone having to go through such fierce things. But the awakening process does have, a, it's incredibly formulaic, Right, we can look through, you know, multi-tradition, you know, many esoteric traditions have a formula to awakening. But everyone's process, it's like a unique flavor. Like your awakening experience is so different than mine, but yet you and I could start to compare notes and we'd be like, oh, this was that phase, this was that cycle, and then I got kicked back to that phase again, and I had to go through that cycle again. But everyone has a really, you can't make up the, the uniqueness of, of what everyone has to move through. Uh, but I get the, the awakening process would certainly involve the, it's not just meditating and having more light. I guess the body itself is, is taxed or, um, you know, the nervous system, the endocrine system, the systems start getting, uh, I think, purified, you could say. Mm -hmm. And that's part the, of it. As well yeah, as the emotional body, the whole emotional stuff also is getting purified. Right, is getting purified. So the, you know, I like to think of as, you know, the, we live in an electrical universe, or at least that's revealing more and more through the sciences now, and we are electrical potential. And what is happening is we are getting turned on to that electrical potential. And there's phases you have to go as that those switches get thrown to inhabit, inhabit your full electrical potential of your body. Um, so... It's incredible. There's, it's very taxing on the body. For, and this is one thing I don't think people really, I, I would like people to talk about more. Because what's taxing on the body is, one, we know that we're, we're being exposed to these new, constant energetic upgrades through the cosmos constantly right and so where does energy hit the physical body it first it moves through the physical body where it first hits it hits the nervous system the nervous system is electrical right so that's very taxing because your nervous system is trying to assimilate these higher energies and bring them into the body and work with them in the body and then we have the anxiety of a collective consciousness which is incredibly taxing on our nervous system and then we have our, the purifications we're going through because when you awaken nothing can the light the light of of this process means what is was hidden within you starts to get revealed so that's collective trauma you're holding genetic templating you're holding um, you know, the level of maybe, uh, for me, there's something that I witnessed that happens once I moved through awakening. It's like there's this incredible longing and heart longing that I have that was never there before, ever. I'm like, I was in my 18-year relationship. I was fine. And now I'm just like, oh, that longing, that love. Like, you, you reveal everything that's within you. The good, the bad, and the ugly comes to the surface. <laughs> yeah. I guess it can also shake up our lives. You mentioned an 18-year relationship. Relationships can get shaken up, do you think? Uh, work and location. I guess everything can get shaken up. Well, I think both you and I might share that everything got shaken up in our lives on all the outer levels, relationships, 
and, um, and literally overnight. Mm. Literally, for me, it happened overnight. A relationship went from on to off. Um, I needed to move. I needed to change jobs. I needed to do all these different things where your outer construct of reality begins to, it's just showing you it no longer fits with who you're becoming, right? But that's incredibly, you know, it's that tower moment. It's where everything has to dismantle so you can, because it means something is being asked to be born. And that is an incredibly important principle while we move through our awakening cycles, that if anything is dismantling, demolishing all the Ds, the death, the divorce, the destruction, you know, any of those things, that is all happening as part of the process because it's, it's showing you that something else is wanting to come in. And so the foundations have to get shaken to the ground often for that to happen. Yeah, I don't necessarily think it has to happen that way for everyone. Right. At least I hope it doesn't. Well, in a sense, it sounds like there's an old life that kind of doesn't fit anymore and a new mm-hmm. life that perhaps is coming. And in between, there's a kind of confusing void. Well, that was my experience and I think a few people's experience. Is this part of it, do you think, this isolating, confusing void? Where am I going? What's happening? People around me don't understand. Maybe I don't fully understand what's happening. Yeah, I think a lot of this journey, it is an initiation process, right? So an initiation is your proverbial 40-day walk in the desert, right? You have to go out and do it on your own. You hopefully have some tools, you have some water, you have the stamina to endure it. Maybe you have a guide or an angel that pops in to cheer you on your way, but ultimately it is your initiation. You're the one making this hero's journey. Um, And unfortunately, for a lot of us, we're kind of stubborn. So you know, the universe might be talking to you for many years, for decades, for, for be like, oh, this might not be the relationship you want. This might not be the job you want. This might not be the life you want. And you don't really listen to it. And so sometimes, you know, the wrecking ball has to come in because that's the only thing that makes you pay attention, right? So I think that's why sometimes these things have to be so tumultuous is because we need the wrecking ball yeah. <laughs> for, okay. some us, for some of us to get the point, right? Yeah. Um, but, but within that, um, you asked the... Uh, the confusion, the void... The void. Well, that's the cocoon, right? So that's the the caterpillar that has to move into the cocoon to be completely dissolved into mush, to be recreated into something else. So that's the cocoon phase where there are big moments where you're enveloped in a spaciousness, an emptiness, a t- you're kind of held away from the world because you're in a deep inner process. And sometimes, I know for me personally, those processes, I really could not engage with the outer world. I didn't know how to explain what was going on to friendships or people in my life or people that loved me. Like, I couldn't articulate or talk about it. And most people wouldn't have understood. So that made me isolate myself even more during those cocoon phases. But there's a point where you have to be um, unhooked from the old life and float in the void or leap across the chasm or whatever metaphor you want to look at before you land on the new ground. And yeah. What is that it, new ground? <laughs> I guess it's different for different people, isn't it, I suppose. But isn't there a common factor of, I mean, there is a new life, a new direction, I guess. Yes, 
So that gets into what I would call the, the latter stages of awakening. So ultimately, you know, in the initial stages, you're locked into a survival matrix and what you're being asked to unhook from is the survival matrix, the fear programming, the sort of the reptilian limbic system brain that runs us and unhooking into what some would call the divine matrix, what you would maybe call the soul matrix, right? So you are unplugging from one thing and you're being fueled and sourced by your inner light, by source light. And once you're there, once you're on that new platform, what is asked of you then is very much to understand that you are an alchemist, you are an initiate, you are a forerunner and a pioneer of holding a higher vision on this platform. But really what's, what's really cool about moving through the awakening processes is it, it takes you into your, which I alluded to, your electrical magnetic potential. Because once you've been purified in these fires, you become more electric when you are truly awake. And a lot of this is just dropping down into me right now because I can't say that I'm totally there. But when you're truly awake, your electrical potential, your magnetic potential is engaging with the field, is engaging with the electrical universe. And that means you're co-creating on a cosmic level with the field around you. And you don't want to do that unless you've been purified. Like, that's true magicianship. That is being a white magician. That's knowing, you know, not all of us went to Hogwarts and were yeah. taught how to wield a magic wand, right? But once you, you arrive on that new platform, you are then, you're more, your cosmic self is standing here on the earth as opposed to being a victim of this reality. It's like, oh, I'm here to hold a spaciousness and a light and a presence and understand that the electrical impulses that move off of me are actually pinging in, in co-creating with my reality because you become much more you are creating your reality once you are in an awakened state more than a dormant state does you know there's all these conversations out there of you what you you know you're creating your reality with your thoughts and things i think that's more true when you're awakening and awakened than when you're dormant yeah. it's a little bit more haphazard when you're dormant or something is cr controlling you right we know yeah, that right absolutely and making that bridge and that leap is kind of a very um, interesting journey. <laughs> <laughs> so I know that you're working with uh, light workers to kind of go through the awakening process. So for people who are at the new stage or the or the void stage, the kind of bridging stage, or the kind of uh, initiation stage, or landing on the on the new land on the new territory stage, you're taking people through the whole awakening in a kind of course you're running in in a place you've you've created called the light work lab can you say something about that yeah the light work lab is it's kind of a it's about embracing what it means to be a bringer of the light on the planet you know there's this phrase light worker um and Really, that is about inhabiting your full self. It doesn't mean that you're here necessarily battling something, but it means that you're you're a worker of the light. You are your path is about being as radiant and turned on and embodied as you can, and that's a journey. That is a journey, and there's stages to that journey. There's I have three levels in the light worker lab that deal with the 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 basic three levels of awakening, which is moving from the dormant stage once you pop once that light switch gets done gets turned on what's the foundation you need 
for grounding, clearing your energy, cutting cores, understanding your empathic superpowers, all those things. That's like foundational. And then the next level of that is the fires of awakening, understanding kundalini, understanding heart expansion, understanding what to, how to integrate that, the void that takes you in. And then the third level is the initiate, the magician, the alchemist, understanding what it means to be an electrical, magnetic creature and being in your life and operate from there, which is a very different place. So this is, you know, the foundational stuff is, we. these are tools and techniques and processes that I use, I've used with, privately with my clients over years that I, you know, I don't really want to have to teach in private session. I don't want to take time in private session having to teach you a technique or a tool. And these are the things that when you get to these higher levels of awakening, you're like, oh, the tools are still the same. I still need to know how to do this. I still need to, know, I still need to work the tools and, and have these techniques to support wherever I am on this path because it's always a spiral that cycles back on itself. We move through these phases repeatedly, right? So... And, and the three levels, um, what's the kind of duration of the course? The first level, the foundation is six weeks, and it's a six-week course, and, and then the next level is also six weeks and six weeks. Okay. But um, I want everyone to have the, the foundational level first because this is, these are important tools to create. You can't you know, build your spiritual house. You can't turn on the electricity, right, unless you, like, have these kind of, this the stabilized platform the pla- the stabilized platform set um and the, it's really but the light work lab it's not just for someone new to the awakening space it's also for practitioners who are bumping into people moving through the awakening space right because i think if anyone is listening to this you are meant to be a shaman and a midwife for bridging into a new paradigm Right. I, I'm sure that anyone who's listening to that, that is part of your role here on this planet. And that means you're going to bump into people going through these awakening cycles. And what do you do? Because some of those cycles can get very surreal, very mysterious, very crazy. And what are just simple things you can do to support people to navigate it? So it's really just all the tools, you know, but in a very pragmatic way to get through and understand this process, which can be very isolating, painful, sometimes mysterious, um, and also really brilliant and incredible. Um, no, I'll be letting people know about that course. I'll, I'll email out something for everyone, and there'll be a link. There's a link to the podcast to Jennifer's website, and you can connect to a website and find the work through there. Otherwise, I'll everyone on my email list, I'll, I'll let you know what, what the course entails when it starts, etc. And Jennifer, amazing. Thank you for chatting. I love chatting with you. (laughs) Yeah. Is it still snowy and cold where you are? It's snowing right outside the window right now. Yes. Lots of snow. How wonderful. It's beautiful. So lots to talk about though. So thank you. Lots of love, Jennifer. Okay. Thanks, Steve.